I've always felt different. I've always seen things, but when I tried to express them as a child, I was always told to ignore it. There were people that I didn't know that came to me and said, I had this message that I keep getting that I have to deliver to you. All of a sudden, out of the shadows, a homeless man just jumped right in front of me, and he said, I'm a soul just like you. I love it. I wanted to understand the universe and who and what we are and what are we doing here. We're all part of this amazing soul wave tapping into each other. This was a major life changer. You are a light. You have helped me a ton. Thank you. You've given me the courage to live more from my soul. Millions of people are awakening. So wake up with Michelle Miche. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The soul path of awakening. Understand what living awake is. Hey, everyone. Welcome. Hey, sunny sun sun. Hey, in the chat. Okay, I'm totally multitasking right now. I'm like, I'm like... Is it multi? Yeah, multi is more. Yeah, two, three things um, that I'm doing. I guess it Instagrammed in post to let people know the show's going live. A lot of people not getting the notifications. How's everyone doing here? You guys doing well? You guys doing okay? Let me know. Let me know. Let me know how you are doing. All right, if you happen to be new to the podcast, hi, I'm Michelle Mache, and um, I'm kind of like the little captain of the ship here. Sometimes, sometimes I'm the sailor, I'm the pilot. I've got my co-pilots, and they pilot also. That's why it's co-pilot. Um, if you want to connect in via the chat, you can do that um, and not sign up. But if you want to ask questions, then you have to um, get a little, I don't know, account or something with BTR. Okay, I'm putting it in the chat, I mean in the uh, Instagram so that people know. Or you can call in, you can call in for a reading. Also, uh, let's see, chaos going on, but handling it. Oh, okay, Sue, you're doing good to see you in the chat. Um, wow, we got a lot going on. This I'm actually really excited for this month, actually. Got a lot of transformative energy. We're going to talk about that. I totally welcome your questions. Uh, and if, again, if you want a reading, 539-5122. All right, guys, before we get into readings and all of that stuff, questions and all of that, um, again, number 347-539-5122. Press 1 on the keypad. And uh, that gets you. Well, it gets you in the queue, but it lets you lets me know that. Um, put this on. We're live now. Call in. Get your tea. Get your coffee. Get your favorite beverage. Whatever it is that you'd like to um, drink. I'm having my ginger tea here, um, which is really really good. See, I'm doing a little post here. I'm totally multitasking, you guys. Got so much planned um, that that I feel like it's starting to happen. So I'm getting really excited, and um, I'm just—it's making me want to help more people uh, move into conscious creation. So we're going to be diving into all of that the next few months, into next year, really, because there's just very, very um, transformative energy. They're all on the planet now. There always is to some degree, 
But there are times, and you guys probably remember, there are certain times in your life where you can feel it. Something's about to shift. Something's about to change. You have extra oomph or you or just out of necessity, you know, something else is going on in your life that you can feel it. Something's coursing through you or you can feel it in what we call the zeitgeist, right? There's a movie called Zeitgeist. You can feel it in the air. So that's what's going on. And a lot, you know, it, because we're in that converging flow, a lot of people have heard me talk about this since, oh, well, it started in 2005. So I've been talking about it 2007, 2008, that part of the awakenings where everything is happening all at once. The destruction, the dissolution, the lessening, the building, the creating, and the increase. And you've got to find your place within that. We're going to talk about that. You've got to find your place. You've got to know what part of the plan are you in. Are you creator? Are you a bridger or builder? You know, are you, are, what's, your, what's your feeling in that, your role? And I don't mean role by what you do as a career. It's what you do individually, how you navigate. So we will dive into that. Now, before we do all that, I, I want to make sure, I want to get better about this because I'm really trying to weave all these different platforms that I have that they all connect in. So now, makes the community stronger, bigger, easier for people to find, to get support, to get insight, inspiration, empowerment. But it also makes it easier for all of you to find each other. We have to start linking up, especially next year, with a lot of the things that are going to be happening on the earth in the world, planetarily, it's important that we all link up and connect in. For some people, it's going to be just connecting in, just to have a sense of support or a spirit buddy, kindred spirit. Some people, it's to bounce ideas off, reflections. A lot of people are going to be doing their mashups. You're going to be doing collabs, creative stuff with other people, whether you know whether it's workshops, seminars, building something, creating something. Or people are, are waking up and going, hey, I'd rather work with this person or do business with this person or this company because I want, I, we're in alignment. you know. And some people call that separatist. It's really not. It's very, very Aquarian and at the highest level. It's like people have certain vibes. Like there are certain restaurants, certain cafes that I like going to because I like the vibe there. And even during the the pandemic, right, even doing all of that, a small group of my friends and I were like, that doesn't matter. We got our hair done, our nails done. We did it. I loved it because it's my Scorpio side. I liked, <laughs> I liked bending the rules that way a bit, you know. But I was like, that's not fair that these people can't stay open. I'm I'm going to still keep doing business. I didn't have to have my nails done. I mean – I do it now because I'm doing my YouTube channel, but I didn't have to, or hair done, or go, or go to restaurants, you know, wherever I could find a way, the dry cleaner, certain things that I would normally just even do myself, I made sure that those people in my immediate neighborhood, like, hey, I got you, you know, and there was a lot of people doing that, probably a lot of you guys listening were doing that, um, where we just... Even if I had to pay more, I'm like, I'm going to go down to that little neighborhood store and pick up this or get this or order this or order food, you know. And it was – so in whatever way you need or want to do that, that's kind of the call. So anyway, 
Before I dive in, I want to let everyone know, again, ways to connect. Instagram, come follow me on Instagram. I am getting better. I, you know, a lot of you know the last, since 2014, I've had six or seven deaths in my life. Some clients, some family members. Yoshi was in there too, who was a dear, dear family member, my fur baby. Then I had to, for two years, nurse her. And the last six, eight months, I was probably sleeping like an hour sometimes, an hour to three hours a night. Um, just I had a lot of different kinds of loss. Lost, lost a bunch of stuff that was in storage. Um, my friends closest to me, well, I guess, Michelle, you're cleaning out. It's like I've cleaned out a lot. I, I have done cross-country moves, and I've lived out of the country in Europe twice. So I get, I've given a lot of stuff away. It's like at this time I thought, well, I'm going to – my books, things I wanted to accumulate. Anyway, I digress. That happened also. I mean, I had a lot. I lost a dear friend uh, from the, from my mid-20s, early 20s. Um, yeah, it just was a lot. And so now I'm going to get him revving up. So you will see more consistent posts from me and um, on, and on YouTube. Come connect with me on YouTube. Um, so I really kind of live my truth. You know, I don't really ask anybody to do something that I can't do or haven't done. So I get it. Like my recent post, sometimes you have to go within. You know, I as an introvert, I am an introvert, empath, psychic medium, psychic channel. Since a kid, I need time to pull back. So I've been in this pull back cave mode having a lot of growth, a lot of interchange, a lot of growth, um, filling back up, doing a lot of work with the, the guides, healing, healing my own body. I didn't even realize from all this loss I had. Then I had some financial loss. I mean, I had a lot of big loss. You know, my dad passed on. I mean, my one brother was in the hospital for a long period of time. And it does take a toll on its body, you know, on your body. You we bounce back. Um, and then I had a little health issue too, I think. Well, just not a big one, not a big one. Just something with, you know, struck, you know, got handled through chiropractic. Um, but that's what I'm saying. What a lot of you are going through or have gone through. And so what I want to say is, you will get through it. What I also really, really, really want to stress today for Stress Awareness Day, apparently. Julie, shout out to Julie Diamond Fitness who posted something on Instagram, and I'm like, oh. I just did a reels because uh, I did a batch of reels. I got really inspired, and I thought, oh, I'm going to post that today, even though I only want to post reels two or three times a week. I'm like, I don't care. I'm inspired, and it's stress awareness. Please, please know that if you can't do something or you're tired, then you need to rest. You need to rest your body. You need to rest your mind. You need to rest the vehicle, the human vehicle that's receiving the higher input, the higher vibrational frequency energy, even though the energy that's now coming on the planet due to the shifting that's occurred, and if we look at it astrologically, that Uranus energy, Uranus, we still have the Saturn, right, Kronos. We've got Keros, which is synchronistic, which is things happening just all of a sudden or out of the blue. And then we have the Saturn energy, which is chronological, sequential. That's Kronos, Father, Time. Even though this higher vibrational frequency is lighter, 
it's still impacting. It's still heavier because it's lighter, but it's more voltage, right? So a lot of people are like, oh, my God, I feel so tired. I'm exhausted, but you're doing a lot of work, inner work. Many of you are doing a lot on the etheric plane, the astral plane. You're opening up to higher vibrational frequencies of you. We're all opening up to the higher vibrational frequency and impulse of creativity and information on the planet, our denser physical body has to adjust. If you want more support on this, you can connect with me also on Patreon, my Patreon community. We do deep dives on, you know, once a month. I will have classes starting again in January through Union. If you're interested, just send me an email at connect at soulplayground.life. Or you can go to soulplayground.life and sign up. I think there's, like you sign up for the blog, which, by the way, let me know. My, if you want to book a session, you can through my blog. You can read stuff, download stuff. You can copy and paste stuff, do whatever you want on my website. But I can't post blogs. I, I can't do any, we can't do anything on the back end, so I'm going to be getting rid of that hosting company soon. So, so some of you that, because um, I know sometimes I'm not that consistent, but I'm not months inconsistent. So please, some of you that normally get my monthly blog where I do the numerology and sometimes astrology and, and downloads from the guides, I haven't been a slacker, but the last time I could get in the back end of my website was June. So the last post was either May or June, and they're still working on it. So I would not suggest network solutions for if you're those of you that are um, – Here's a little FYI. Those of you that are getting a website or you're, maybe you're starting your own healing business or whatever your business is, I would absolutely, absolutely not suggest Network Solutions. I never wanted this company. The person that does my design work and all that, they, they really wanted to work with this company. And also they had the Dot .life uh, you know, extension, and I think they were the only company that had that. Well, I would have foregone the dot life. I always had a bad feeling about them, but went with them. Now, my friend Grace, many of you know Grace, because Grace O, amazing uh, sound healer, uh, actually does re- amazing Reiki and cranial sacral also, but very much a sound wizard. She, we met the other day, and she she's updating her website. She's also a bit of a techie, so she's done her own site. And she was telling me, because I think I've had that site up since 2014 or something, 2015, 2016. So it, it has come to have a bad reputation for hosting websites. But what it has a good reputation for is, oh, no, hosting the website is good, but the back end like I have WordPress back in through them. I have heard really good things about Square. Okay, so she has Square. I think her partner Nelson, as a musician, he has also dot life uh, domain name URL extension like I do. He got that through GoDaddy, but the website is hosted by Square. So if you get the URL through Network Solutions, that's not a bad thing, but you just want to have your website hosted from a different company, not Network Solutions. Because they, they, they split Network Solutions outsource their back end 
to another company. I don't remember the name of it, web.com or webme. I'm not sure. But anyway, just 411 because I know a lot of you are like, you know, really answering your soul call and you're like, oh, I need to get a website now. I need to do this. I need to do that. So I really wanted to pass that information along. And those of you that know me for many, many years, I don't usually come out with stuff like that. You know, like don't go there. And go there. Maybe you'll have a different experience. But my experience apparently per grace that it has now a reputation online like this is not a good company to um you know whatever have your back end on whatever it's called anyway for whatever it's worth so hope to see you on instagram my youtube channel and then of course um if you want a deeper dive on patreon you can find out how to connect with me there or i think it's all in the show description box Let's see, um, Lynn, I never realized how much I'm an introvert in the chat, and I've been resting, extending out more. Yeah, you know, as an introvert, it's very interesting because I, as a kid, I went to tons of concerts. I I still go occasionally out to music, but I mean, I saw, I was at all kinds of concerts. I love, I still do. In fact, up until the pandemic, pandemic, whatever, I was going out, I'd go out dancing, you know, EDM, and I could dance four, five, six hours, you know, just on my own energy. And I love um, festivals I would go to, whatever. But I'd always notice I had to recuperate. And even as a child, you know, or as a teenager, going out or doing a lot, my other family members could keep going, and I would have to just go in my room and, like, I don't know, my ca- my cave, or I just take a walk along the beach or go ride my bike. And when I look back, I go, wow. And, and the other thing is, I noticed over the years, like one time I lived up in the mountains, well, up in, up, those of you that know Mulholland Drive, and um, I would get up there and I had everything there. You know, I'd workout room, exercise, but, and it was hard to get me out of down the hill. You know, my friends would be like, come on, Michelle, let's go here. And I'd be like, oh, my God, traffic, 8 o'clock. Nope. Or I, so I know that about myself. So I have key, there's key people in my life. There's key things that I need to do that bring me out. But, I mean, I could just totally be in my own little world, my psychic world, be with my guides, my books, other things. Um, but I love, at the same time, I love people and I love connecting. That I've always, you know, those of you that know me a long time, I've always been that way, you know, or workshops, seminars, connect, traveling. I love meeting new people, but then I do have to pull back and regroup, recharge, refill up, whatever takes place. Um, Sue is saying in the chat, these energies coming in take a lot to assimilate. Yes, Lenny, you do. Okay, now you know my astro numerology, so you know that's what's going on with my blog, Lynn. Hopefully I get it going soon. I've been on there, you know, but I just look at it that there's some redirection of energy of of what I'm doing. But definitely I've got to get out of that network solution. But we can't even get in the back end to go with another company to host. <laughs> so it's like I'm really – talk about the universe going, uh, you know, no, you're not doing anything with that yet. All right, gang, 347-539-5122. Should we get to callers? Please press 1 on your keypad if you have a question or a comment, um, you know, or you just want to say hi. You know, I always love that too. 
Just let me know how you're doing. I guess the Instagram post did not post. It's a story. Ah, I'm multitasking, you guys. Multi, multi. All right. Um, three four seven five three nine five one two two is the number, and you please have to um, press one on the keypad. Okay. Let's see. We got a caller here. Hello. You're on air. Hello. Five zero nine. You're on air. Okay. I'll come back to you. Sometimes people walk away because I'm talking on and on. But I got it. Okay, also I want to say one more thing because <laughs> I saw someone do a comment. It was from years ago, but I find every now and then, every few years, I go and look at the, you know, reviews and stars on the, um, you know, Apple iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and someone was saying, oh, Michelle, oh, she talked so long she didn't get to the readings. Or, or she didn't, or the readings were rushed, and she said call back, you know, next week. And yeah, because we also have a guest. I have a certain format that I'm following here, somewhat. And by the way, this is a community show. I do get a lot of emails, and I have over the years. I love your talks. Please do your talks. Or I love when you get your coffee or tea because some people are like, oh, we can hear you getting your coffee or tea. We can hear the microwave. But then other people are like, I love that. I love that. It inspired me to get my tea and listen to you. Um, Or I understand you have a lot of people you're reading for. So I can't spend – if there's less people calling in, you get obviously longer. But sometimes I'm trying to get as many people in for the show and sometimes we'll have 50, 60 callers in queue, you know, So, and then sometimes a guest. So some people have said, well, we love the guest, we want more guests. Some people say we don't like the guest as much, we like you, we like just to have all readings. So I like to, I don't like to be bored, so to me, this is a little bit of everything. Saying that, I'm definitely open to input and suggestions, and if you have any, rather than leaving a review, I'd rather have you leave a really great review and five stars that way, this helps more people, because if you found this podcast, I'd love other people to find the podcast and get support and have fun, you know, and have an, another option to listen to what, while they're driving or doing whatever. But if you have critical stuff, because I'm very open, um, please email me at awakeningspodcast at gmail.com. And that's how I got the, to do the changes that I did on this podcast in the beginning, because I listened to what people were emailing. Okay, guys, press one on your keypad. Here we go back again. Let's see. Hi, you're on air. Hello. Okay. It's not coming up. Okay. Hi, you're on air. Hello. Hello. Hi, you're on air. Hi. Um, I hi. just give you what? Do I just? Is I'm What's on your first? Show. Are you new? Oh, hi. What's your first name? Linda. Linda. Hi, Linda. Yeah, you just asked a question. Um, my son is going through um, an addictive problem. Okay. And I'm trying to help, and I'm wondering. Mm, okay. Okay, let me see, because I'm getting, okay, a lot of tightness from him. Okay, son, addiction. Wow, I think he's 
going to get through it, but it's going to take a while. So what would you like to know? What are you doing if you want to share that, and what would you like to know to do? Because I feel either, either there's a lot of res- A lot of let's see what's uh, there's a lot of resistance from him. Like, or does he start yeah. getting does, does, yeah does he start getting better and then all of a sudden you find out okay he's not. Yeah. 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 I'm not quite. Sh- I'm not feeling he's quite ready yet. You're ready for him to stop. I'm not sure. Either he bounces back and thinks it's not as bad. Or it's going to get better. Or, you know, I don't really have to kind of worry about this. Things are going to get better. Um, Yeah, he's not quite ready. I hate to tell you that. So. It's okay. I'm I'm in a situation where I sold my house and I have to move in a month. And I don't know what to do with them. Ooh. Well, I for okay, first um you've oh gosh, you've really got to take care of you. Um gosh, I feel like he's what should she do? It's showing to distance, showing to get other help also that you need not only help, but see, I just don't feel he's ready yet. Oh, my gosh, Sue in the chat is saying prayers for her. Until he is ready, nothing will work. Right. Yeah. I just don't feel he's ready. I'm looking at it a bunch of different ways, and I'm just not seeing it. I just feel like he could possibly bring you down further. I hate to say it. Does that – is that – being your experience he's just not ready oh my gosh linda let's see what should she do let's see what's the right action well i've I've got i've contacted people okay good but for you also oh he needs to just pick up the phone yeah but i mean for you i've been counseling and i've been pushing back for the first time good and you get counseling yeah, That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, you need the counseling. Um, that's going to be uh, that's going to be helpful for you, because I, I think you just have to. Because he's just. I mean, I really, oh, I really want him to be ready. I just, I'm not feeling he's ready. Okay. He's not ready. Yeah. He's not ready, and I don't. I feel like it's. He's not going to get ready until you pull back. Yeah, which I'm doing. Good. Okay. And but it's not right away. I don't know what it is about him. He's got a little stubborn streak, you know, which is unfortunately addiction has that i have some people close to me in my life right now that are going through some addiction and it's very uh i've had it in family members it's it's, very challenging Hmm? it's like presenting options instead of dictating well 
I'm just going to be honest with you, also as a therapist, I'm also a therapist. It, it's all of it because you never know what's going to work. People are very individual. And him, it's just like a – that's part of it. But it's also he's not seeing the – he's not seeing the impact. And, I mean, you kind of – I mean, I don't know if he's only son, but he, you kind of in a little way overhelped and kind of coddled. So he yeah. hasn't had to have he in his life he hasn't had quick consequences, right? He's so that been so a lovely person, and he will apologize. He will he will say, "I know what I do. I know who I am. I hate myself." And he goes there all the time. He hates himself, and he he's had a lot of PTSD in his life. He was molested at seven and he watched his father die um, mm. suddenly mm. and see that's it's, the it's thing a lot of trauma. yeah that's the thing but what I mean by quick consequences is like when you finally start getting it that this way to deal with the pain isn't going to help right because people stay addicted to stuff because at one time it worked, you know. And right, I mean, I'm, you know, feel for him that he has gone through that. Um, and that's part of the problem too with addiction is the shame. They usually there's usually a lot of shame, shame for what yeah. happened to them, and shame yeah. for staying in the addiction. And I right. really feel like one of the best things for overcoming addiction is that a deep dive into self-love and self-acceptance and kind of like that even though this has happened to me you know i am amazing and not and not wearing that um but i do feel like you're on the right track with the pulling back and you getting help you getting therapy you 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 know you getting your own support um because otherwise, I feel with him, and maybe that's the cycle. Like it's not, you know, the shame, and then it's not that bad, or this is the way that he has. Let's see, addicts have a way of saying. I, I got to go back to what I feel in psychically, what I'm getting from his mind. He says, "I know, I know, I know," but he doesn't really know. He doesn't really know how things are impacting. You know, right, it's like the person. The, huh? the drug comes first. The drug comes first. Yes, but it's yes, but it's also like the the kid, you know, in school when they go, the parent says, okay, don't stay up too late because you got a test in the morning, you know, and then they always stay up late because there's a part inside their mind, it's an immature part that goes, it doesn't matter, I'll be able to ace the test or I'll stop doing it, you know, I won't stay up till four a.m. when I have right. to get up at six. Next time, next time, next time. So there's a disconnect with the consequences, the immediate, uh, well, delaying the gratification and then, okay, this is for now, but what happens two weeks later, three weeks, two weeks, a year, you know, on. So, but I do feel that if you are more on your path, getting help, get you doing your own therapy and pulling back, that that, through him seeing that, because I do feel he does, I want to say, and I know it sounds contradictory, because he does listen to you, but he's also uh, resisting. So perhaps as he's seeing your behavior change, then 
and feels that change, then he will as well. And that's just what mm-hmm. I would suggest. Because that's another thing, you know, with the, um, you know, we do have a lot more control over things sometimes, I think, than we than we realize by our actions. Right. All right, Beauty, you take care of you also. I know you love him dearly, and this is a lot for him to um, go through and grow through. And just be gentle with yourself, okay? Okay. I appreciate your right. time. Thank you so much. You're, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Okay, gang, three four seven five three nine five one two two. Oh, Sue, that's a good point. Continue to talk with him, rehab and therapy, but yes, she needs to get support for her therapy. So yes. He's beating himself up and that is the hardest thing to heal. Yeah, the self the unworthiness and the self part of what you do. But it's also like a little magical thinking with addictions, like it won't be that bad or I'll just do it now or it helps now and then let me, you know, it's, I don't know, it's different for everybody. You know, whatever the, whatever the iction is, you know, shopping, gambling, overdoing, overworking, you almost have to get into meditation or meditative state, a mindfulness state of observation to say, if I'm on this road a, a long time, this is likely where I'm going. That kind of self-reflection. But it's different for everyone what brings us to that awareness, that point, with whatever that we're doing. Because the ego, our person, the ego part of us gets caught in a, in a rut, you know, and it's like it remembers that, that high, that satisfaction. It remembers that and goes back to that. So it's a, it's a mental, emotional, physical, and physiological Whatever our ism is, and our whole society is based on that. So thanks, Sue, too, for your input. Okay, here we go back again. Hello, you're on air. Hello, hello. Hi. Hi. Hi there. Hi. Hi. What's your your first name? Erica. Erica? Yes. Okay, Erica. Hello. Welcome. What's your uh, question, comment? Thank you uh, for taking my call. Um, I just had a question. Um, maybe, like, I don't know if you're able to see my chart, or I think on the description it said that um, just mm-hmm. in, in the, uh, I can't even say the word, um, like an intuitive reading. Um, I wanted to know, like, when you see me getting married, I think, um I mean, I haven't even met the right person, but I just feel like I'm really old. <laughs> and uh, I, I don't know. Um, but at the same time, I don't know, I just feel like like free. Like there's so much to be grateful for and there's so much, mm. like I enjoy myself, you know. So, yeah. But then another part of me is like, oh, my gosh, I should already be married by now or at least have a significant uh, person in my life and... But then I'm like, no, I need to figure out my career and finances and all that first. And so, yeah, I don't know. I'm just so you curious. need to connect with those both of those parts of you, right? Um, mm-hmm. And get balance because it's 
it sounds like part of what's happening with you is that you're putting out the yes I want to vibe and and you know I call it like the the beam the beam of of, of light to attract but the other one is a little bit um feeling safe like not yet. not ha- <laughs> not yet yeah so mm-hmm. one thing I'm I'm going to look at it psychically but also one thing that I would definitely suggest that you do is get in a meditative state and you can actually download for free. I have meditations on my website, soulplayground.life. Just go to meditation mm-hmm. and mindfulness. They're quick. There's their short meditation and breath work, um, soulplayground.life, and it's the meditation and mindfulness page. And a lot of people can do this. This is a quick NLP hypnotherapy process that works really well. Um, I do it in the work that I do, but I, I do a longer version of this, a more extended or advanced, but just a very basic version is get in a comfortable, relaxed position and do the breath work, do the meditation so you're in that. And then it visualize the part of you and feel the part of you that's stronger. So that's the part that's like, I want to work, I have a career, I'm happy, you know, I don't need that. And really connect into that part and maybe even see it as an image and feel that part of you. And take a breath into that part, and as you breathe out, just feel it coming up and out more. Like say, okay, I'm going to let this part of me out more. Then you connect into the other part of you, the one that wants marriage, that wants that long-term partnership, that companion. And you do the same thing. You connect into that part. You might see it as an image, a shape, or, or a picture of you. And you breathe in, and you just tell yourself, I'm bringing this part consciously up and out more. So you have these two parts, and they've been conflicting. They're acting against each other. So then what you do is then you focus your awareness with your eyes closed in between these two parts and bring them up. Keep it, One part might be bigger or stronger. You know, Bring up the other part. Visualize the other part. Visualize both of the parts and feel both of them. And now say they blend, merge, and harmonize for what's most life-enhancing for me. And then just picture and imagine them blending and harmonizing. Maybe one moves to the left, one moves to the right, or they move together, whatever that is for you. Because you clearly are definitely are sending out mixed signal, and I also feel there's some protection. You have a protection mechanism about not getting into relationship. But now you're starting to say, hey, I really do want that. So... I don't feel it's going to happen just all at once. I feel like if you do, yeah, I'm just getting this. I'm rolling my astro dice today with you. Pluto and Taurus, six house. So you, so this is working on your belief. And also, Erica, leaving the time, the time open to connect, just to connect with people, kind of out and about. So that's going to be helpful too, getting out there kind of with the intention of meeting someone. You're actually a very strong manifester. I don't know what you do, but I feel like if you really want something, it can come, it will and can come into your life. <laughs> do you know that about yourself? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I've had different instances where I'm like, oh, yeah, I wow, wow. <laughs> like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I surprised myself. <laughs> that's why I'm saying so if you work with this par- part of you these two parts blending them I don't see why you won't um, 
meet someone that you feel is right for you, is appropriate for you, you know, that you really, like I would say, vibe with. Because right now you're kind of putting out the the opposite, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that you can, because you're quick manifester, that you that you won't, you know, draw someone in. Let's see, what do you need? Yeah, I really feel like just doing that exercise, that process, and getting to the emotional aspect, and then reaching out to more groups, community or groups, or just even, I just feel you need to get out more. Have you been isolating? I've just been busy with work and just kind of, um, mm. like, just busy. I've been busy, and I just, I want to take a break. I feel like. Um, I'm looking forward to a break of just, you know, on my own and just, but I have different stuff going on, especially this month. So, <laughs> Okay. So just get out and about or different, different group settings. It just shows that if you are doing much more on a, on a group level, that you will also have a better chance of connecting with someone. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's really kind of yeah it's it's again a lot of it is it's it's kind of all about you. <laughs> it's, it, you're kind of the driving force in this. Uh, but, but I do feel you, you can do it. Pick up on anybody? I mean, not like, until what, you really like, do this. Maybe next year because oh, I, I, okay. you really this part is really blocking. Might even be May. Mm-hmm. You know. See, because you're already telling me I haven't really been out. I've just been working. And, and your energy is very tentative. That's why I'm saying there, there is a protection mechanism in play, I feel, with you. There's a reason that you're mm-hmm. not wanting to date or put yourself out there. You consciously want to. You know, intellectually you want to. But emotionally, the, this other part is, it, it, you know, we call it recessive. It's kind of a you know, recessive gene. It's not as strong. Mhm. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't mean it can't be, but you've got to do some inner work to, to get into the mindset to even let someone in your aura, in your your sphere. Mhm. Okay. okay. But will it happen? Yes. Is it meant to? Yes. But you got to put. It's like someone asking me sometimes. You know, I get in session and people say, "I really want to lose weight. Am I going to lose weight?" Well. Yes, but this is also channel guidance. If you don't, then I query and I go, yes, but I'm seeing you doing not, you're doing habits that are actually putting on the weight. And they're like, yeah, 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 I know, I'm wondering, you know, but I've been eating badly now and I'm not working out or I don't go out or I don't walk. And I'm like, okay, well, sometimes psychic picks up on where you're meant to go, the destiny, the potential, but we also have to do some kind of action a lot of times to actualize our Mm -hmm. potential. So, Erica, keep mm-hmm. us posted. Let us know how you're doing, okay? Yeah, thank you so much for the insight. You're welcome. Take good care. Bye. You as well. Bye. Hi, you're on air. Hello. Hi. Thank you for taking my call. Hi. What's your first name? Uh, my name is Christine. Christine. Hi, Christine. All right. What's your question? Uh, no, well, let me just tell everyone else too. If you have a question or a comment, or you want a reading, please press one on your keypad. 
Okay, I see a lot of people in the queue. Okay, hi, Christine. Hi. Um, I'm not sure how you work. Uh, this is my first time calling uh, your show. Um, Welcome. But, uh, thank you. Um, my life is kind of, you know, it's, it's not where I want to be, and um, I've been going through a lot of financial issues, and, of mm-hmm. course, I want love. And I've also I also have health issues. So if any of those things, if you could get any messages on any of those topics, I would greatly appreciate it. I guess finances is kind of like the the thing that's like constricting me the most at this moment. So I'm kind of looking for okay. like my uh, my life purpose career. Okay, that's a biggie. That that's a session. <laughs> That's a mm-hmm. that's a call me or email me for a session. That's a, the life for all of that. Okay, the first thing I'm getting is definitely Okay, what I what I'm getting is you need to just pull back into what's manageable for you right now. And mm-hmm. so you might be a little bit on a energy budget. This budget could be fine is financial and also with your energy. You have to pull back. So that might be doing away with certain things just for the temporary until because mm-hmm. I do feel I feel you're on the mend health wise but not quite there so I don't want you tipping over the scales to to relapse and because it does show there's something with your energy pattern you know could be mm-hmm. whatever you what was going on it could also make you very tired and unfocused and do some things so here's the deal our, our rational mind, the beta part of us, beta consciousness, everyday thinking, the ego, if it doesn't, and it's also the, the lower level of the left hemisphere, I'll say, that let, it doesn't like to think that we're not doing something. It's very judgmental. I mean, we were talking about addictions earlier. It's the shame part. Oh, you didn't get up. You didn't do this. You didn't make this happen. You didn't do that. So I would say if you can, a month Six weeks I'm hearing intuitively would be really good. If you talk to that part of yourself and say, look, we're going to pull back, have things manageable, and only focus on the health and my routine, creating a routine that supports mental, emotional health, that's really going to help your physical health. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to tell yourself, okay, once I feel better, I'm going to do these routines, and you're, I want you to notice what supports you, what foods is it going out for a walk? Is it stretching? Is it meditation? Is it certain people you talk to? Is it a course or a class you do? Is it a book? Is it a mo- You're going to notice what supports me by bringing me more life-enhancing energy, more life force energy, more vitality, more peace and calm. Because before you can even look at your career right now or career changes, jobs, and this and that, you've got to get a better foundation to support the changes that you want to do, Right. Now, another mm-hmm. thing I will share with you and the rest and the listeners is a lot of people say, in fact, it's going to be one of my reels <laughs> posts I have. I did a batch of reels for Instagram. Our soul's purpose is not what we do. It's how we do it. It's not our job. It's not our career. My soul's purpose is not doing readings. You know, Even when I was a model and people were like, oh, my God, Michelle, you're so spiritual. How can you be a model? I love being a model. Showing up, getting in a little fantasy world, the money, the people, everything was fun. It was just creative, open doors. But I was also a psychic mystic model. You know, I, I did. I had my all that I'm doing now. Mm. 
so everywhere I went, no matter what I'm doing, even I've, I've recognized this, even since age four, I've always been living my soul's purpose. It, it doesn't matter it, because I'm always, even when I was modeling and acting, um, when I taught school, I was the one that kids kids came to and I gave them the real deal. You know, I was the one kids opened up to maybe even at five years old about a past life. So my being able to impart that insight and inspiration and joy a new a new way and open up spiritually it doesn't matter where I do that or how I do that. So mm-hmm. I want you to give yourself a little bit of a break so you can connect into your soul's purpose. It's like your soul's purpose is also it's the individual you, the uniqueness. It's the unique way that you do what you do. Right. And a lot of times our soul's purpose is reflected to us by people that truly get us and care, and especially friends, like, oh, my God, I feel so lifted. Mm-hmm. I feel joy, or, or I feel, see, those qualities reflect the soul's purpose. Some people's soul's purpose is just to spread joy or happiness. Mm-hmm. Think of a comedian, you know, or mm-hmm. their soul's purpose is to bring blunt truth, no matter where they are or what they do. They live in this truth, and they love doing it. So you'll find it. You just need to pull back a little bit to get this kind of, you know, mental, emotional, physical health, you know, a little bit of a health cushion, a little bit of a cushion there. And then you can start journeying about where do I want to do my soul's purpose? How do I want to express my soul's purpose? All right, Christine, thanks for the call. This, I think, was very helpful and insightful for many people. Thank you very much. It makes a lot of sense. I mean, the health is, like, the most important, so that is what I should be focusing on. Yeah. Yep. The other will Thank fall you. into place. You'll you'll have the energy and focus to do it. You're welcome. And I believe that. And I believe that. Thank you. God bless you. Welcome. God bless you too. Hi, you're on air. Hello. Hello. Okay. I'm gonna go into our guest then. If you did again, if you did not get your question answered, um, I'm trying to get hi. You're on air. Try Thank one you. more time. Oh. oh, hi. Can you? Hi. Hi. What's your first name? Vicky. Hey, Vicky. What? Hi. What's your question? Hi. Well, I am calling in regards to hoarseness that you can probably hear from my voice. Mm-hmm. Um, since April. And I have gone to doctors, I've been to medical doctors, I've been on medication, et cetera, and nothing has um, cured it. And I'm wondering if you are feeling or have any feeling yeah. about that. Stress, distress, stress. Yes. Okay. I'm going to suggest similar t- time frame so that you're working with these powerful healing energies that we're in astrologically which I'm not getting into right now, but I think last episode I talked about it. Um, I would love for you to take six weeks off to not think about it or worry about it and do all, and you know, integrate more nurturing time for you and less mind, mental, mental, you know, less thinking and worry thoughts. Um, like I suggested to Christine, you can go to my website, soulplayground.life, and download for free. I think there's three or four meditations there that you can do. 
Um, if you want to go even further, on my website is um, Transforming Fear into Creativity and Crystal Temple of Healing. Those um, MP3s would also be very helpful. And really relaxing the, the nervous system for you. Um, and just like have an agenda. Okay, it's you know holiday time. It's a thing slow down. I, you know, so business-wise, I mean, in, in some ways, people are distracted. So we we can use this time to like, okay, I'm going to go on walks. I'm going to look around. I'm going to whatever is nurturing. You know, is it take a drive? Is it wh- whatever that is? And I bet that it's going to um, relax a bit. I'm getting just a lot of stress in that area. Like mm-hmm. over overuse, but I'm not sure it's just overuse from talking. It's over. It's see the thing is, stress or distress. We all have it in different ways. Some people get a tummy ache. Some people have irritable bowels. Some people get constipated. Some people get the opposite to constipated, whatever that's called. Uh, some people it's their throat, right? Some people it's mm-hmm. their lymph nodes. Like I know if I start to get a little stressy in life, or I have emotional things that are challenging for me to difficult to triggering i can start getting a little with the lymph node the uh, the the um uh, what do you call it the the lymph nodes the um, tonsils and i right away in the first little funny where where i want to put a sweater on and kind of you know kind of wrap up and disappear Mm-hmm. certain foods, certain teas I have. I take my Echinacea Golden Seal by Zand. I take this, um, that's Insure Herbal. Oh, there's another thing that I take, that one especially. Um, what's the other one? Super Lysine sometimes I take, but that Insure Herbal with a Zevia uh, lemon lime drink i put a bunch of droppers in there i eat more nurturing foods i go to sleep a little earlier or pull back i just i go okay pull back for a day or two and a lot of times if i was on my way to getting sick or something it's just nip it in the bud now sometimes i still get sick or whatever happens happens but so a lot of times when we get things like this it's a way just also to get to know our body and the messages of our body some people get headaches. Thank God I don't get headaches or migraines. I know people that get migraines. Yeah. A lot of times it's stress. So everybody's going to have their area. Some people it's muscles. The muscles start aching. Um, so that's what I feel with you. I do not feel it's something that you're going to have forever and ever. Now, mind you, I'm just tuning in quickly. This is just a you know quick tune in on the on the podcast. But the first thing when you started talking, I was getting whoa. This person's under a lot of stress, distress. And a lot of it is worry. There's a lot of worry. You have a lot of worry. Or you were coming out of a cycle of a lot of worry. Mm-hmm. That, True. Yeah. And so that's the way that it's affected you. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. And that's probably why they're not finding... I'll just say this as a hypnotherapist and also trained in medical hypnotherapy and having worked um, a period of my time, especially right after I got my uh, certification and kind of like boards for the, uh, so I worked with a lot of medical doctors. A lot of times people, they can't find something because there is a psychosomatic. Now, does that mean it's, a lot of people misinterpret psychosomatic. They think it means not real. 
no, it means there's a psycho or psychic, which means mind, soul, and mind, somatic within the body. So there's a hidden component or a mental emotional component. Now, all conditions, all disease, all diseases do have a mental emotional component because they're also very stressful when we're sick or even twisting our ankle or whatever. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it is the way that our body processes an over-exertion of something, over-worrying, over-doing, over-thinking, over-eating. There's a lot of overs that we do that sometimes that it manifests a certain way in our body, and, and that's our body kind of speaking to us. And it's interesting that yours is the speaking. So yes. calm the head. The, 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 the throat is speaking something, you know. And, of course, you should see a healthcare practitioner, you know, keep doing all that you're doing. But I would just say, let me try this for six weeks, you know, along with whatever else you're doing with your, with your doctor and see, dive in, okay, I'm going to, what's, what's self-care, what's nurturing? We don't want to be heavy about it. We don't want to have to do stress management. Think, right. what's self-care, what's nurturing, what's nourishing for me, and come from that place. Okay. Okay. All right. And then let us know, Vicki. Please keep us posted to how you're doing, okay? All right. Thank you very much for your time. You're welcome. Much peace. Oh, Sue, migraines. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I've worked with my – actually, hypnotherapy helps a lot with migraines. I've worked with a few people that had migraines were incapacitating, uh, like two, three days couldn't do something or can't get out of bed. Knock on wood, I never have that. I mean, it just sounded horrible, just, you know, really not only painful, but you can't do certain things. All right, gang, it's time for our Awakening Dialogue. Again, if you did not get your question answered or you want more info, you can always call back next week. I'm not trying to diss you or put you off, but it's time for our awakening dialogue. And uh, if you want to ask, I don't know if we're open for questions, maybe not readings, but there may be questions you want to ask our guest about our topic, and that is totally fine. I'll leave that open, but we won't be doing um, readings that I'm aware of. We'll wait and see. All right, so uh, we've got with us, we're going to be talking astrology, karma, and you. We've got with us today, Alice Lafredo. Hi, Alice. Welcome. Hi. Hi, Hi, Michelle. Thanks for having me back. I'm so excited for being here again. Yeah, I mean, okay, very cool, cool. So I want to dive in. Okay, let's just talk, because a lot of people remember you. Uh, Let's just... Yeah, let's just touch in a little bit about your past because you were doing something very, very different um, (laughs) before you became um, an astrologer um, and also using tarot or teaching astrology and tarot. You kind of had a very different uh, path, let's say that. And a lot of people that listen are trying to transition into something different. So I think hearing... Just a little synopsis. It's, it inspires people to like, wow, she she went from that to that. <laughs> well, right? I'm happy to talk about that. Um, uh, years ago, 
right when I was starting my second career in information technology, a tarot reader told me I would have three careers. And I was at the beginning of this exciting period of starting information and programming and all that kind of stuff, information technology. And I thought the tarot reader was had the wrong cards on the table. I had been a French <laughs> teacher and uh, now was embarking on this new career. And here I am, approximately 25 years after that tarot reading, uh, but for many of those 25 years, um, an astrologer. So, yes. Uh, I can affirm that if you follow your path in both this lifetime and from the evolutionary perspective, that changes and transformations and getting on track, you're guided to it and you're helped every time you set your course in a direction that's for your highest good, for why you came here. So, yes. French teacher, programmer, and now astrologer, which is, it took all those steps for me to get here, but I'm here, and I'm here with you, and that's good good news too, Michelle. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, you know, it's interesting, because I had a client the other day talking about, why would I put all this time and energy in this, and now I want to do this, and I'm like, well, the, for one thing, the soul likes variety, and Sometimes we're just done with something, right? That it's like that we get the little bell, ding, go in the new direction, right? It's like right, and you have to, and it's kind of like what I would, what I'm going to talk about when we get to the dark night experiences. It's it's the response has to start the same way. If you hear the little ding of possibility, or you're finding yourself in the dark for some reason. Both require that you acknowledge the experience and you step up. And that's where it all starts, whether it's a possibility and an opportunity or whether it's a challenge. And our lives are cycles. I'm an evolutionary astrologer. That means I look at how this lifetime, not only how to release the potentials of it and get over the challenges of it, get through the challenges of it, and how we can all grow in this lifetime and in this scenario, but also how that fits into the evolutionary journey of the spirit. And so each lifetime is a step in that journey, and both levels require that you do the same thing in the same way. You acknowledge the opportunity or you acknowledge the challenge, and then it goes on from there. Does that answer your question? Yeah, it does. And then the other thing I wanted to say, you know, touching on the evolution and in a bit of this dark night or dark night of the soul, dark night of experience, I would say soul of the world, soul of the nation, you know. Right. Well, a lot yeah, of people, right? This kind of ties in a bit what I talked about at the beginning of the podcast. Exactly. People, I was going to say that. It's like you're, did you, you were into my brain i know i don't do it i just open up and it's like but i think that's so important because there is this navigation whether it's the dark 
night of ourselves individually, there's a light that's always shown in the dark that shows the way. Exactly. You know? the, light, the dark, that's my first line. You're reading my brain here, Am Michelle. I? Am I? You are my first line. My first line on my piece of paper, I can send it to you later. The dark contains the light. That is what we have to remember when we hit these periods is that, you know, we all learned it like in third grade with our first set of crayons, right? Or it's first grade or kindergarten. You know, that, that white is the absence of light and dark contains all the colors. And here we are. We need to remember that the dark contains the light and the gifts and the support that's going to lead us out of the dark into that light. And so when we stand up to the challenge or, as I say, the opportunity, sometimes I was reacting to what you said about the little ding that says, Alice, it's time to leave the corporate world of insurance and technology and set foot out into the beautiful world of astrology. Um, you got to listen to it, and you got to take a risk sometimes, and you got to kind of man up, so to speak. But anyway, you got to show up and acknowledge where you are, and recognize yeah. that you don't want to go back, and you can't go back. There's a way that you can't. You can stay with what is but you're forfeiting the opportunity that's being given to you. So that was item. But, but there you are talking about it. And then you get Linda <laughs> and her son, one of both of them facing a personal dark night, right? Yes. Yes. And one is facing up to it and the other is not yet ready. Yeah. And I'm saying, did you ask her to call before you, before you started talking to, uh, we started our dialogue? I was wondering because it struck me that in the beginning you spoke of it at the more collective level, how these planets are moving. I mean, we've got a huge movement coming up next year uh, with Pluto going into Aquarius. That's monumental opportunity and all of that, but a huge energetic shift. Yeah. Now, what would you suggest for this individually with what's, because some people are feeling like, you know, a lot in different directions. I should do this. I have to do that. Or, oh, my God, you know, oh, I got to fight this. I got to do that. And then some people are paralyzed with fear um, of this, I like how you call it, dark night experience. Because I actually don't think the soul is going through a dark night. I think the soul is going, yippee, finally, we're getting out of these constraints here. Um, yeah, but but it's part of the cycle that you make these yeah. evolutionary steps forward that you don't know what the outcome is going to be. And that's what I mean by the dark night. Uh, You know, Joseph Campbell and mythology and all of that, but, but uh, you can't know it's dark. And that's, and and you said that yourself, you said how you've had lots of loss, how you've had to go quiet, how you've had, how you're cleaning up. These are all things on my list of what I was going to be talking oh, about. Oh, I love, well, that, well so. I, I needed to hear what you had to say, obviously, because I've been looking. But what got me through not what is what you're talking about, that light within, however small or bleak it was, even not only day by day, sometimes hour by hour, because I couldn't see the way externally. I couldn't on an ego level say, well, I have plans for this. I'm going to do this. Because sometimes I could barely get up. 
so my big well, plans had to be put to the side. Um, exactly. And exactly. Why, Alice? Because you think about your eyes. As you go into a dark room from a really light room, all of a sudden, your eyes need time to adjust. And that time mm-hmm. has to be quiet, and it has to be kind of solitary, so that you can adjust energetically to the situation of not knowing. But it doesn't mean that the light isn't there. It's just that you've got to be able to take time and regroup the energy so that you can see it and move toward it. And so there you are talking about it. The beauty of astrology at both the individual and collective levels is it can give great insight to the specificity of what's going on. You know, I, I listen to a lot, of, uh, a lot of podcasts and there's workshops. And this summer I had the wonderful experience of going to a place called Chautauqua where the whole yeah. week was about the dark. And, what, and it was from all, all levels and perspectives, whether it was night workers and the challenges of that. But the, the speakers that touched me most, obviously, were the ones that talked at the spiritual level. Mm-hmm. And they all had this universal theme of this adjustment and going quiet for what is needed and surrendering to necessary loss so that you can build the new of what's coming, make space for it. And that's all hugely plutonic, too, right? Yeah. And Pluto, who changes signs once every 20 or 22 years, is going to make that move monumental in the next 12 to 24 months. It's going to finally yeah. settle in Aquarius. Aquarius. I can't wait. I'm loving I know. getting in a... Oh. Get out of it's been in my Alice. It's been in my fourth house. So, so let me just. Oh tell my you. God! Yeah, get out of I there, know. please. It's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, because it will go into mine. Oh, so, so you're oh, passing no. the baton. Oh yes, have fun. Okay, well you know if Pluto moves slowly, but it's it's you know you don't feel it for a while, and all of a sudden there it is. Um, there it is. Let's talk a but, little And it's perfect we're having this discussion, too, because we're in Scorpio season. So we've got that yeah, Mars, Platonian, Platonian <laughs> energy happening. What can you share with us also about the um, lunar eclipse, full moon lunar eclipse, and this oh, amazing. Well, that's, that's, yeah, that's the Taurus. Is it Taurus Scorpio access? What the heck? Uh, what the heck? I know. Uh, <laughs> there's a big email going out that my, my people will probably say, oh, here she goes again, two pages for me to read. There is so much going on, uh, and it's on election day, right? Now, I don't want to get yeah. in any way political. Yeah, that's fine. The energies are, as always with a full moon, they're oppositional, right? Mm-hmm. So we have this theme of two very different kinds of energies trying to get integrated. And the North Mm -hmm. Node, and that's what I want everybody to remember, that Mm -hmm. from the evolutionary perspective, we look at the North Node to help us figure out what the direction is, right? Mm -hmm. So we have the North Node in Taurus, and the South Node, what we're supposed to be moving away from, the nodes are never far from the sun and moon during during 
an eclipse uh, during a lunar eclipse like this. So, so what we've got is a big clue as to what to move towards. And when we think of the Taurus archetype, which is looking for peace and security and being mm. determined to bring those qualities into our life. It's not going to be mm. easy because not only is the dichotomy between the intensity of Scorpio and its taste for, I, I, I want to say drama, but that's not really the word I'm searching for. Scorpio right. can bring about a lot of deep, unsettling feelings because it routes out what is not good for us, what is toxic, what is wounded, and it wants us to eliminate that. And in doing that very holistic, healthy process, it can cause a lot of unrest and unsettlement and in the extreme even trauma and nastiness and all kinds of qualities to get the job done that are very hard to live around and in. And this eclipse has these two dichotomies at play, Any, even if it was just a full moon in these signs. But we, what we have, and I actually printed out a copy of the chart, is what we, what we have is the sun. Well, let me go with the moon first. The moon surrounded on one side, the moon calling us toward peace. The moon in Taurus, exalted in Taurus, extra powerful, extra strong, extra comfortable in Taurus, surrounded by the North Node, the karmic, soulful purpose, but also on the other side of it, Uranus, the planet of change. Opposite the, the sun in Scorpio, surrounded by Mercury and, and Venus, and then all within seven degrees, you throw in the south node. And it's wow. really a feeling Tight. of which way do we go? Do we go? Yeah. Well, the nodes tell us you go toward the peace. We all oh, wow. We've been through a lot. Does that make sense? Yeah, and what a great way that you've distilled it to something simple and that it can grasp onto or hold on to even myself because you can get into oh the north it means this it means that but peace i never heard that before peace. i love that we peace. need it we need it listen we've had a whole decade uh, more than a decade since 2008 when pluto moved into capricorn and we had the great recession and the economic mm-hmm. meltdown mm-hmm. right up to this year, when our country had a Pluto return, we've had been living. We had Uranus move into Taurus, but I see a lot of hope. I see yeah, hope I in the fact that Pluto is moving into Aquarius, and its mm. energy is putting being put towards collective effort. Mm-hmm. Aquarius is the sign of the group doing humanitarian things. Let's look at the upside and the possibility. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then absolutely. we have Uranus moving into Gemini, lots of new bright ideas. Now, I'm not going to kid you. It means we need to change We need to change a lot. We need to face it. We need to face it collectively. 
as a society, we can look as in our country at the chart of the United States, the Silby chart, born on the July 4th, 1776. But individually, we're getting it in our own personal landscapes, like Linda and her son earlier. And astrology's great gift is to give us insight to the details. Where is this happening in your chart? To your earlier Another caller, is it in your health? Is it in your money? Is it in your relationships? Where is the challenge right now for you? Where is the opportunity? This is where astrology can look at the chart and give you a little detail. We have many, many leaders, and they're wise and wonderful people that are telling us of the necessity to look for what we're being asked to learn and change. and But it's the astrology and similar New Age practices, what's called New Age, that can give us some details about it. Okay, I know I want to change, but what area is going to give me the most challenge? What area will I move the smoothest in? Where are my resources? You know, that fool's card we're kind of like in a situation with that tarot fool's card where we're embarking on the new and i always love when that card shows up because it's got the little white dog at the feet of the guy almost walking off the cliff he's not going to walk off the yeah cliff. don't you love that i mean i love that where we are and we're not and of course uranus the rules the fool right urine in the in the tarot there is, it is I, you know, something my brain doesn't mm-hmm. keep those correspondences 100%. Like, I know that Aquarius rules the star and things like that. You are far more the expert on that kind of area of those correspondences. But absolute new beginnings. And what does Uranus bring but change and opportunity, mm-hmm. right? Going Absolutely. into Gemini. Yeah, that seems exciting because Gemini, not only communication, but our mind, how our mind thinks, right? right? I mean, so new ways of thinking about the issues that we have and new mm-hmm. ways of navigating to the opportunities. But it starts with showing up. It starts with going quiet. So you, not only... Well, the uh, I love that metaphor, and I don't know where I heard it or read it, or it's not my own, of your eyes needing to adjust. Because yeah. you need the time, you need the quiet, you need a little bit of a drop back from all the, the chitter-chatter that is drawing you out into the world. Don't get me on my uh, bandstand about technology and it's corrosive and erosive effects because we could go on for another hour on that. But we are distracted. We're too distracted. But you know what I say to that, Alice? To me, it's like anything. It's like um, back in the day, TV or shopping. There's something in the culture that we get into these as we overdo. Like technology can be very freeing and empowering and helpful. Without a doubt. But it's how people, what is, as a techie, I'm a techie as well, what happens to the human psyche that we 
maybe it's like what you're talking about that distracts that we we cho- we choose these things to overstimulate, overattract, or instead of us finding our own genius, which is one thing I want to know from you if you think more of that's going to happen, we follow the herd. I mean, sometimes I look at, you know, I love Instagram. I, I look at these things, though, and I see people posting certain things that are so not them, but it's the cool thing. And these are older people. These are I'm not talking about, you know, middle school kids. And I'm like, have you even thought about who you are, what you're about, but no, there's this this thing of following. Now, I don't know if that's old paradigm. I don't know if that shows up in the astrology. If and well, maybe with the Uranus, Uranus energy, is that going to change? Yeah. That inventive well, or individual yeah. thinking. Hmm? Both Mercury because it's communicative, right, and Uranus because it's technology and futuristic. And they're, of course, coming together when Uranus goes into Gemini because we're going to have increased vulnerability to, to the speed up. And I believe, look, I spent 20 years in IT back in the day. It's ancient history in terms of how fast it has evolved in the years since I've left that, that arena of life. But... Part of it is the speed that has been integrated in. We can't, there's no time to focus on one thing because another oh, thing is coming. Oh, yeah. The speed of it is what you're saying. It's hard to digest. Yeah. You can't digest it. You can't absorb it. You have to brave up and close it down for a while. You have to go quiet. That's one of the huge things that must be done if you're going to get through the dark or anything actually even if you're going to get through the light you need you you, you need to learn to maybe at a certain hour of the day whether it's a certain hour of the day or a certain amount of minutes in every hour or a designated time period where you are in your own energy field to be in touch with that because that all pulls us away. It's wonderful. It's wonderful to help us. To ha- I mean, 20 years ago, could I be talking to you and you broadcasting it out into the world and you press one on a keypad and all of this happy stuff? No. You couldn't do it. So it would take time. You'd write yeah. your notes by hand and and have yep, a I feeling do. to think about what you were writing. I do, too, still. But I'm an old lady. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I have all my device. I have all the everything. The iPad, the laptop. Sometimes I use those, but for certain things, I've got to write by hand. Now, Alice, you're yeah, saying something so. Flows out from you, flows yeah. out from you onto it's, the page. Yeah. Exactly. The other thing I want to make sure, because I can see that our time is only so. It always happens every time I've been on here, Michelle. It just goes like a, so much, a flash. I know. We have so much. We're going to have to come back for part two, three, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> part go two. on. We can work it out. Because I yeah. really, I have, I have, I'm, you know, it's just, anyway, I, I just want to make sure I add my one, it's not the last thing, but it's very important. you got to remember to ask the question, what's the next right thing to do? Mm. And a big Part of that is to recognize our interconnection to other people, and Pluto and Aquarius is going to help us with that, without a doubt. Um, 
and I'll, I'll just give you some dates when that's happening, but we're going to be feeling it really soon. Pluto will go into the Aquarius, let me see, um, in January of 2024. So we're going to start feeling this movement all next year. And Aquarius is about the collective. And Aquarius is about the new ideas. And Aquarius lightens the heaviness. We go from being authority-driven, Capricorn, Pluto, Mm. to Pluto in Aquarius, the collective. The people's voice will have more power, our own voice. But remember, to your point earlier today, we are connected. You know, whether it's the Hindu Indra's web, whether it's the interconnection of the tree roots, whatever it is, we are connected energetically to one another. So every step we take, every step in the right thing to do individually elevates the collective because it's... Yeah. And so what you know and, and in your work, I certainly know it in mine, that energy that you stimulate gets stronger and energy that you ignore gets weaker. And the nodes on this eclipse are asking us to move to peace. And every little step, any one of us, now Mars in Gemini retrograding, I agree, it's not going to be helping very much while this is going on. But we still want to remember that the the nodes, the spiritual awareness of this period of time in our lives is saying vote for peace. Vote personally Mm -hmm. in your own life. Vote however you want politically. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about what this, what we need individually and what our country and our globe needs. It's yeah. ours, right? And I'm the glad Earth you say here. that because I get that question. It's so much bigger than politics or med- It's bigger. It's, it and I hope people, right? It's, that's like a, that, that's like your finger having, you know, you sprain your little finger. Well, okay, but the rest of your body is moving and you know, grooving and doing whatever. So I'm glad that you say that. Yeah, it's so much um, bigger and we need to look at that. And, so also well, what I'm hearing is that... Huh? We're going into Aquarius. There's so much hope. The universe always has our back, even if it looks crummy at the time we're living it. Yeah. And, and we will get the lessons at the level we need in order to pay attention to them. That's like core astrology oh, 101, good. metaphysics 101. We get the lesson increasing until we... The message, Right. Yeah, and you bring up a really good point that things, because a lot of times people look at certain aspects and they think the worst, and then nothing really happens. It's like a little blip. But they may not have needed that extreme lesson, or they had it already at the beginning of the cycle or another cycle. I don't know if you could speak a little bit to that, but people, oh, my God, this is, oh, my God, the North, South Node, oh, my God. You know, it's like. Right, right. (laughs) But, but but that's the thing. What is the lesson here? What am I, right. What's the universe trying? You know, batting your head against the wall. If you're batting your head against the wall all the time trying to do something, step back a minute. Go quiet. Ask yourself, what am I being asked to learn here? It's not that you're good or bad. It's not that you're bad or that you've got a, a lousy break. It's that the universe is trying to tell you you're off course. 
and you need to figure out what the mistake is. Are you not using the right tools to confront the situation? Or are you heading in the wrong direction? All these yeah. kinds of questions, right? Yeah. Pluto I love that Aquarius you're saying is going to make a huge difference. Uranus in Gemini, I'm always, you know, sometimes accused of being a little bit of a Pollyanna. But what I know yeah. is that it, the universe has our back and wants us to thrive. And, and will give us, the little white dog is there at our feet to guide us. The gifts are there that we need to help us move forward. And so I encourage mm. everybody, don't be afraid of the dark. Don't be afraid. Mm. It has the light. Message. Wow. Such a beautiful, oh, my God. Sue is in the chat. Great advice today. Um, Pluto goes into Aquarius in my sixth house. Well, that'll change oh. that routine and job, yeah, little detail right, stuff job. and job. But, but also, you know, the house of service and Pluto mm-hmm. in the sign of the humanitarian. That's mm. a person that can do a lot of good in the world in big ways, and in, but also in very one-on-one ways in the sixth house. Oh, Alice, you psychic, you, this person needed to hear that, of service <laughs> and doing things in big ways. And wanna, Yes, absolutely. But, but the little ways, they connect into the web, right, Michelle? Yeah. They connect into absolutely. the web. And That's so it. start with a little step. You don't have to leave. You don't have to be evil, Knievel. Are any of you old enough to remember evil Knievel going yeah. across the canyon on his motorcycle? You don't have to do that. You take a, you take a step at a time. And the universe puts the bridge out. Michelle, I want to thank you for this opportunity to share some time with you. Thanks, Alice. Now, let us know. Okay, I know you have books. Please give us a website. Uh, Just your titles of your books, because you have some good books out that spark people's interest. I'm I'm working on your soul's purpose to somebody who asked that question just today, not for nothing. But my book, uh, my next one's going to be Your Soul's Purpose, a karmic trilogy. But for now, we've got Perfect Together, which is about the north nodes of the moon and how it can guide you. I have Healing the Karmic Wounds, Pluto and Chiron, and Saturn, uh, your astrological compass, which is about life's great cycles and the karmic mentor. Saturn. Uh, and my mm. work, uh, my website is astrologykarmaandyou.com. There's lots of good info up there. Um, and, you know, what's going on in the, wor- in, in, the, in, in the zodiac at any time. Not day-to-day. I'm not a day-to-day person. I'm an evolutionary, so it's like what's going on in the theme-wise. But anyway, I, I, I invite everybody to take a look. And... Uh, Ask me any questions, you know, and my books are up there for um, for you to learn about and maybe order. Anyway, thank you so well, much, Alice, Michelle. You're welcome. We touched on a lot. If you come back, I'll get you're, you in sooner. I'll have Sadie, the producer, let me know that it's you, and we can go to level two. Um, okay. You've got a lot. Yeah, you got a lot of great um, information. I mean, you helped me with something with that. And I studied the nodes. I love the nodes. But now to keep it simple, peace, that, that's going to help me with so many decisions I have coming up. Uh, I, I don't know why I didn't wow. think about it, but, but you did, I, and I'm glad. I, 
I'm very flattered, Michelle, that I could help you in that way. Oh, yeah. But yeah, anyway, immensely. thank you so much. Yeah. Vote peace, and I'm not talking about the election. Although I am talking, you know, whatever you think will bring Whatever the it peace. is. Whatever it is, from your point of view, that will bring peace and security and let, it, let, us, let us get out of the dark altogether, a, a person at a time. Yes. Okay, we've got Lynn. Thanks, both of you. Great conversation, Lynn. Sue, thanks, both of you. Thank you. Thank all of you in the chat for being here. Alice, thank you for being here and sharing these My really pleasure. great, Absolutely. great tips and insights. Really great stuff. Um, oh, thanks thank for you. being here. Okay, take, take care. care. Thank you. Thank you. Take care, everybody. Take care. Bye. Okay, gang, Alice Lafredo, if you didn't hear, astrologykarmaandyou.com is how you can find her. Everything's always in the podcast episode description box. Thank you also, everyone in the chat that holds the sacred space, that really supports, and all that you call in that support the show, this amazing podcast, this place of, it's, it, to me it's more than a show, more than a podcast. I really do appreciate all of you in this co-creation of this. Um, I do because of all of you, and I do because selfishly I love it. I love doing this and connecting in this way. But I just want to say I do appreciate all of you, and if there's anything I can do, you need more support, you can connect with me, awakeningspodcast at gmail.com. Also, if you have guest or topic suggestions there, um, anything you want to share with me, and definitely connect with me on my YouTube channel. And let me know, hey, I'd listen to you in the comments, or I have this question, or you could say, would you do this topic? Or, you know, I read the comments. I love reading the comments. I, I'm telling you, I just, and I, I know I write things back long, you know. Sometimes my friends say, why do you, you're taking, you answer so much. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm in a conversation with each person. So if there's something you want me to know or you have a suggestion for me or topic suggestion or reading that you want to see, um, you can just leave it in the, you know, in the comment section either of my Instagram. I don't, other than the Patreon um, chat and the uh, Soul Centered Living chat, I don't use the Instagram chat. I have people that I, I create videos and content and things that I want to share, insights, you know, inspiration, whatever I want to do, and I have people that help me post it. So I don't go in there. I don't go in Facebook Messenger. So best way to reach me is either email or YouTube page, comments, Instagram in the comments. Follow me. You can comment there. Ask me whatever. Um, also, you can start joining um, also or subscribing, I guess. I'm going to be doing a video cast, video podcast on YouTube so you can go to Awakenings with Michelle Mache podcast. Please subscribe. We're going to have readings. We're going to do a lot of stuff there. I just I'm getting the foundation. We're migrating some of the um, previous guests uh, to uh, the Awakenings page on on uh, Awakenings channel on YouTube. Jack uh, Jacqueline Hansel is helping me with that, and I'll definitely put that at work. So if you have anything that you want to see or any ideas. We're um, I have a lot of ideas, but I'm open to other ideas, podcast ideas, episode ideas. Totally great. And, of course, if you are on Patreon, I do listen. Like somebody had 
messaged me from Patreon and said, "I want to. Can you do a relationship reading, a soulmate?" So that week I did that reading. Um, and then if you are, you know, in the soul path journey, we meet monthly, talk metaphysics and spiritualism. You can get readings. You can get more support, help. Um, I do give growth work to the general Patreon and definitely also to the Soul Path Seeker and Soul Path Journeyer. That um, I post minimum twice a month, but usually anywhere from three to five times and sometimes more. Um, I don't want to overpost, but I usually and I give people things to do that help them integrate this energy or what's coming up. Uh, let's see, Lenny, what are you saying? Great conversation. Oh, yeah, Sue, look to see where Pluto is in your natal chart. Yeah, you want to look at it where it's natally shows what you're working on, but the transition or tra- um, tra- uh, shows where is it where is it transiting, the transit. Where is the transit? That's what's going to show what area of your life is highlighted. By the way, for those of you that are part of the Patreon community, I did post a link where you can get a free birth chart wheel. If you know your um, the day, date, time of birth, you need the time to get the ascendant, to get the rising. And if you watch YouTube videos or, or articles, if you know you're rising, that's going to show the house placement. And house placement really is important for navigating because then it shows what area of your life is highlighted or emphasized or focused, what's, what's ramping up for you. All right, so lights, always great to connect with all of you. I really had a great time today, just really learned a lot too. And um, again, as always here, Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific time, if you want a reading or comment or want to share something or ask questions, um, you can do so always at the beginning of the program. All right, loves, continue to shine your light, share your insights, and of course, keep awake. Awakenings broadcast every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Archive shows available on iTunes. For continued awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakenings group on Facebook. And check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com. And keep awake. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers.